Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Welcome to the January 2018 edition of the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. This is episode 16. It's hard to believe it's episode 16. And my name is Shane Duffy. I'm going to be the host today on the podcast. And if you are a regular listener uh, to this podcast, you're thinking, well, who are you and why are you hosting this podcast? Well, hey, my name, I'm just a a local guy, friend of Tim's, who uh, serves as a lead pastor at New Spring Church. And he's asked me to sit in the host chair today because today he's going to be, Tim Hayden, our own Tim Hayden, is going to be sitting in the guest chair today talking about goals and creating goals. That's really the topic for today's podcast. Nobody better than Tim to sit on the other side of this uh, conversation to help give us all insight of how we can do a better job of creating goals for 2018. So Tim, I want to start out today by doing something I bet you've never done uh, on your own podcast is to just answer this question. Hey, why don't you take a minute, Tim, and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your, about you, your family, your work, things like that, before we jump into today's topic. Well, uh, that's great. Hey, thanks for having me on. Shane, it's, it's <laughs> to be on the other side of, of, the, of the table here or the mic, but man, uh, thankful for you and taking the time to, to host this for us today. So, hey, a little bit about myself. Um, uh, I have been working, so I'm the president and CEO of our family-owned business. Been very blessed to do that. I started out when I was 14 years old. So, you know, we do metal fabrication. So, you know, I've learned how to, I started out sweeping the floors, put in a ton of sweat equity. And I tell folks that today, man, you want to get places in life and put the sweat equity in. Uh, Yeah, but started when I was 14, uh, learn how to learn how to fabricate, learn how to weld, learn how to run all of our machine tools and just blessed once I got out of college that I got uh, to get involved in the management side. And again, you know, was, was just extremely blessed to, be leading for a long time and officially bought my parents out of our business in 2011. So been able to work real hard on changing culture and you know, vision and all the good things that go along with it. But, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll take a pass just for a moment and say, without a great team, you know, with a great team, you can accomplish anything, but without a great team, man, you can't get anything done. So I've really been real intentional on doing that for probably the last six, seven years. And, you know, and, and our, our listeners have heard me say that, you know, I'm a, I bet my wife, Dawn, and I have been married for 26 years. Uh, I, I keep saying she was seven when we got married. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I used to say she was 12, but now I'm saying seven. <laughs> no, uh, we have fun in everything we do, and life's too short not to have fun. And, uh, you know, if you can work and have fun, I highly encourage it. If you can't work and have fun, just work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, you know, I heard someone say, uh, you know, find something you love to do and just do it good enough uh, until somebody's willing to pay you for it. And uh, and hopefully that's where most of our listeners sit. They're doing things that they love to do. And, and really the today's topic is potentially a catalyst to helping people move from something maybe where they feel like they're only working to actually being able to do and work in something they love. And that's the idea of setting goals. Uh, so I love that you're on the other end of this to answer this question, because just as a, as a local town guy that, that sees your life and your business and those people who work for you uh, and what you're doing there at Sergeant Metal, it's obvious that, that God's blessed what you're doing, that you do have a great team. But again, that's on the backside of creating culture, setting goals, and then actually uh, taking time to measure how you're doing with those goals each and every year 
So I know the beginning of a new year, just like for everybody, uh, is the best time to be thinking about, hey, what do we want to see happen this year? So with question number one, let me just ask this. What are the benefits of creating goals? Well, I think, you know, we could, we could spend a podcast talking about that one question, but I'll, I'll condense it. I think that um, it's very important to have a roadmap for where you want to go. I think that, you know, if we sit back and just think things are going to happen, you have to be intentional on setting goals. And let me, get, let me briefly go through our process that we do. Um, every, at the end of each year, so typically, you know, December, we have strategic planning. So what we do we, is that we go back and look at the goals we have for 2017. Which ones did we achieve? Which ones did we not achieve? Or, you know, and, and there's good reasons for both of those things. But then we prepare for this year. And so what we do, uh, I am a tremendous goal-setting person. We, I have someday three-year and one-year goals. So it starts with our business. So we, we do that in strategic planning. So once we, we set up those goals, um, you know, my direct reports and even their direct reports, our whole management team, our annual goals, some of those, all of those have got someone's name beside them. So let's say that one of my direct reports, let's just say it was our finance guy. There may be four goals that came out of our strategic planning that has his name on them. So we take that and then we, we uh, so that becomes his four goals, but then he may have some, we may have some more business goals that he and I create together. And once we do, then we meet once a month and we create monthly goals off that. So we have a process that we go through. So we follow up on our annual goals, but we also create monthly goals. And we do that not only not only from the business perspective, Shane, we also do that for personal goals. And hopefully you've got a good enough relationship with your team that they want you to hold them accountable for personal goals. And I have just as many personal goals as I do business goals. I think having, having them together and having something that where you can have the culture and the environment that you can share those openly is a really big deal. That's really good. Can I back up just a second and ask you about, you mentioned that it's important to review last year's goals. And so I'm just curious, how honest do you have to be when you're looking back and judging, hey, did we actually achieve what we set out to? Do you let yourself off the hook is really what I'm saying? Or do you really take stock? Hey, we set this goal. We didn't achieve it. And so we need to re- figure out why. How important is the, the, the debrief or the review of the year before? I think it's extremely important. But let me, let me say this. We start our strategic planning out, and as we, as we prepare and as we launch new goals, that we celebrate what we got accomplished. That's good. I think, I think that there's too many businesses, and Shane, I learned that in the last two years. But we start out by celebrating, celebrate what we accomplished. Man, if you look back at 2017 at, in our business, what a transitional year it's been that we have set the path for 2018, 2019, 2020. And we've worked on some of the hardest things that we've ever worked on, but we're, getting, we're seeing the results start to come. So I think, but yeah, you, I don't, so I think this, I think you celebrate first, but then you dive deep on some things that you didn't get accomplished. And there, was, there may be a great reason why. You know, and then you know what? And then if you decide that it didn't get done and there was good reasoning, okay, how important of a goal is that? Do we want to just forget it for 2018 or do we want to dive deeper and make that a little bit more intentional? So, you know, because we, we have, none of us have unlimited time or resources. And as you go through life and through a year, sometimes things change a little bit. We had some things that happened last year that changed that a couple of the goals we had set aside that were very important. They didn't happen. 
but there's some that we did have did not that we did have planned that that were done above and beyond what was expected. I love that as leaders it's so we're so quick to skip the celebration and just start figuring out what we didn't hit. I'm so glad you mentioned that because you know the idea uh, you mentioned about creating goals like the thing that hit me was we either live life or run our business or lead whatever you want to say by default or by design right we're going to fall into a lot of things life will happen we'll all stay busy uh, but the question is do we want to actually have a plan for where we're going and live by design um, which really kind of leads to the next question is you know describe some of the goals you typically set business for your business or personally let's get into some specifics yep that's good and and you know so i'm going to share with our listeners some of my 2017 goals. That so, sounds good. Yeah. So first of all, I, look, let's start back. Uh, let's look at personally, because I think it's important. I think it's important to be transparent and let's let people hear this. And I think that, you know, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, but it's, it's good to have someone else that can, you can share these with. It may be your spouse. It could be, it could be um, someone that's close to you that you trust. But uh, one of my goals last year was to journal Monday through Friday and reflect back each Sunday. So I tell you this, I have journaled religiously every Monday through Friday, sometimes even a little bit on Saturday and Sunday, but to go back and look, and I tell you, I really want to encourage our, uh, all of our listeners that uh, this past Thanksgiving, uh, my family and I, we always go on a trip and we went to Tennessee and I went and reflected back the year before when I had, uh, when I had journaled at the same time, if I had not wrote down stuff going on, I wouldn't have remembered it. And it's just so great to go back and reflect. So that's one of the goals that I, that I had, uh, in 2017, I wanted to read 14 books, but, and I want my listeners, our our listeners to really listen to this. And I wanted seven of them to be non-business. I'm a leadership junkie and guru, and I want to grow as a leader by reading good books. I have to be intentional on reading non-business books. So, uh, and hey, let you know, I've read, I read 15 books in 2017. Okay. In the future on uh, debriefing all those books, and <laughs> those we should read and shouldn't read. Yep. You know, um, Hey, I had a goal uh, that we wanted to, t- our, our daughter uh, graduated from high school last year. And uh, we had a goal that we wanted to go to London. You know what? We didn't, we didn't achieve that goal. We decided yeah. that there were some things going on in the world that we didn't feel good about it, but you know what? We went to San Francisco instead. So, so we changed that goal. We, we changed it by having a family discussion. You know, I wanted to take our daughter to Augusta national to the masters. So got to do that. Um, I wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to plan our Clemson, uh, our listeners, I'm a Clemson guy, our Clemson football weight game trips. We did that. And then, um, my battle cry for 2017 was show up. Uh, even when I don't want to. And we did one words in 2017 and my one word was purpose. And I've really, I, last year I can look back and reflect. I really lived in that sphere. That was very intentional. Something I worked on every day. So Shane, to flip, the flip on the business side. Um, one of my goals make necessary organizational chart changes to support our revenue goals. And, you know, Shane, actually, you know, side note to our listeners, you helped me walk through that, man, last year. You know, you and I got together. I got your ideas and thoughts about that. Man, we are so better off because of that change. And, you know, but we have to be intentional. And as a leader, no one can do that but me. 
when it comes to being the leader of our organization, you know, but it's good to have outside help there. Well, I think it's good. Can I just say there, the idea of goals really fits that the idea, the reason structure matters is you can't build on something that's shaky. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And so uh, for goals, that's why they're so important. It's hard to build a year on something that's shaky or you don't even see. So anyway, uh, I just thought I had that thought. No, that's real good. Um, we wanted to update our website and our marketing materials. We did that. So our listeners got a new website that was launched last year. Um, develop a plan for raising up the next generation of leaders at our company. Be intentional. So I would say we probably did that goal about 50% of what we should have. Yeah. But that's something that we are going to work on for 2018. Uh, review and update all of our job descriptions. You know, hey, most of that goal got done but not a hundred percent of it. So, you know, but, but again, uh, it's important to have it down on paper. So, um, and you know, one thing is I want to have quarterly staff functions outside of work and include our team member spouses, you know, and we did that. And let me tell you to get away from work. We all work and work long hours and hard, but it's great to get away and just have some great fellowship away from work. We have got a great team and great people and it's good to do life with them outside of work. That I had that as a goal last year. If I hadn't had it as a goal, Shane, I probably would not have got that one done. But we we mm-hmm. but we did that last year. So those are a few things that were some of my goals. Not all of them, but a few of them. I think those are great. Can I just amen a couple? Uh, because I hope our listeners paid attention to the breadth or the variety of your goals. And the thing I want to highlight that was true personally that you shared with us is some of your goals included things for your kids. So it's like, hey, how can I see something cool in my kid's life happen? I want to set a goal that because you can make that happen. Mm-hmm. As a parent, you have the ability. But what uh, for the business owners out there, I want them to hear that part of your written down goals included, how can I create a better culture for the team I work with and their families? So these quarterly get-togethers, and you, as you're the man there, right? So you can make this happen or not. You see the yep. importance of it. And so anyway, I just want to highlight with the goals you shared when people are, when we're all thinking about our goals next year, it's not just about, Hey, what can we get for ourselves out of this year or for a business? It's like, how can we leverage our position to actually benefit other people? Cause you're talking about building a team culture uh, there that matters because you know, people don't leave organizations, they leave leaders. And when they see leaders, that care about them beyond the work they do, it makes a huge difference. It's the same in the family. Again, a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But I thought that was really great. Thanks for sharing that. So with those uh, goals you've had, uh, you know, that you, you set, who do you, I mean, you've talked a couple of times about who to share them with, but specifically, who do you share these with? Um, and um, why do you share it with them? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. First of all, and our, our listeners, if you've listened to our podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I believe in having an outside coach to help lead, lead me and direct me and just give me some good outside counsel. Um, I share my goals with my direct reports, my business goals. I share my personal goals with my spouse. And sometimes I, and I share some of those goals with my kids so they can help hold me accountable to get that done. Cause I think that one thing that, and I want to, um, if, if you're a 10 person organization, listen to our podcast, um, you know, 
this may not make a lot of sense, but you may have one person that reports directly to you that helps you. Man, to share those goals and to give them permission to speak into you to where, man, like if you didn't get this goal done this month or, you know, if you had a, a monthly goal planned, you know, to where they know that they can, they can come to a safe place and they can say, look, now you told me you wanted me to hold you accountable to get this done. What can I do? And I also would ask it through this lens. What can I do to help you get that goal achieved next month? instead of trying to beat somebody up. But you got to be careful because if you're the leader of your business, a lot of people are not going to feel comfortable coming to you and trying to hold you accountable to something. So you got to give them permission, genuine, honest permission to hold you accountable. You know, and I think that and doing it even for your spouse is important. Again, that's pretty easy when it comes to having stuff 50, 50 and you got the great love for one another and respect and uh, for one another. So to me, it could be easier there, but at work it's hard, man, you know, it is, and I think, uh, you know, again, for the leaders out there listening and the, the example you're, you're setting, Tim, is if you start giving permission to the people that work for you to speak into your life or your goals or, or, or the organization or whatever, uh, I think we always have to have a long-range idea in mind. You're right. They're going to be slow to speak into something, speak into you. If it's something that's like they see that, you're not reaching your goal or you're not, you know, they don't want to speak hard truth, but you know what? If year after year after year, you keep creating that permission and you keep responding when they do speak and they see that you're for them in time, you're going to have a group of people regardless of where they are on the org chart that will actually care more about you as a person and the organization as a whole than they do about how they're viewed because they're going to know they're trusted. So I want to, you know, for, for the guys out there listening, it's don't think about, well, I gave them permission, but they didn't say anything this year, this quarter, this month. Keep giving it to them. Keep mm-hmm. proving that you're willing to receive, not just about goals, but about everything else that's going on. So anyway, I just want to throw that in there. I think it's a great example to set uh, for our listeners and, you know, there at, uh, at your company. You know, and uh, one thing, Shane, I, just to pause just a second, I did some training Uh, last year and I really this became extremely evident to me that before I can jump in and I think that a lot of times naturally I think as a leader if someone works on our team or even not on our team I can speak into them but I learned last year I have to ask permission to speak into someone even if they report to me because I think I think you I think it takes trust and all to a different level and hey this could be a podcast we've got two or three topics we've already talked about in a few minutes this morning but you can't build anything without trust that's right and if you don't have trust you can't build anything and trust is something that is earned you know over time you you just don't immediately trust someone and i think the more you do these little things the more trust people will will earn and you'll earn with them but it just it takes time if you're starting something new and fresh and you got a whole new team they're not going to trust you and you're not going to really trust them completely until you get to know one another. The more time you spend together, the better else it's going to be. So I, I diverted a little bit, but I thought that was important. No, it is. And you're right. We, this, is, this would make a great topic for conversation at some point. But the, the leaders deal in the uh, uh, deal in influence. Leadership's not never about position. It's always about influence. And if you ever have to leverage your position to act, get somebody's response, then you're not leading well. Mm-hmm. And, but that takes you have, influence, uh, you know, moves on trust. 
and it takes time. You know, trust is never uh, given. It's always earned. And so, you know, you just have to put the work in. So, yeah, we'll go back to our regularly scheduled podcast topic. But, uh, you know, I think that probably helps somebody if they were paying attention. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. We talked about who you share your goals with. How do you, and given permission and all that kind of stuff, how do you actually remain accountable then to accomplishing the goals? You know, um, let me say this. It probably looks different for every individual. I'll tell you what I do. I have a glass under my desk in my office and I have monthly goals. I update goals every month. My goals are under that glass. Shane, I see them every day. So I look at them cause I want to be intentional and Hey, you know what? As it comes close to time at the end of the month, I may have to push it a little bit to get a couple of the goals that I had done. But I think the more that they're visible, I'm a visual, I'm a vis- visual learner. Different people learn different ways. But for me, I think having that in front of me, and let me say this, and, and again, I said it earlier, I, can't, I cannot express the importance enough of having outside counsel, a coach, to help you with your goals and to help hold you accountable. Again, you can, you can ask your team to do it, and they can do it to a level, but it's not going to be anywhere like if you have an outside coach to do it. That's really good. You know, you said something uh, that, you know, the way your desk is set up, you actually literally see your goals in front of you every day. You can't get away from them. Uh, but then it just hit me as you were saying that in, at your organization, you don't have a boss, right? You are the boss. You're the boss man there. Um, and so nobody's making you do this. This is, this is something that you've decided to do and so I just would love for you to take a second. Again, I know we're shifting uh, directions a little bit. I'd just take a second and tell the listeners why. I mean, literally, you know, nobody's making you do this. So what's the motivation to being this diligent about setting goals, uh, inviting people into your life to speak into them, hold you accountable when you don't really have to do that? You know, um, man. That's a deep and a great question. Uh, and I'm going to be extremely transparent in my response. Um, you know, I grew up in our family-owned business. I don't want to ever forget where I came from. And I think, you know, man, and if it's, it's like, you know, if it's not for our, for our team on the floor making parts, nothing else matters. You know, I learned this from, a, from a, one of my mentors in my life. You know, you know what I am now? I'm profit sucking overhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and it, but it is true. But, that, um, and, but as leaders, Shane, um, and, you know, and, and, and you're one of our leaders in our church, uh, everyone watches our every move. And what I want to do is I want to, I want to, I want to lead and I want to make our, I want to, I want to pour into our team and do that by goal setting to where they see, cause you know what? I want to be a leader that people choose to follow, not that they're forced to follow. And I think doing that by having goals and I, and Hey, at one time in my, in my career, goals weren't that big of a deal to me, but I think that, um, you know, I just, I want to be the best follower of Jesus. Number one, that I can be, I want to be the best, leader in our business I can be. And I actually, as leaders, um, and man, this could be, this, this is a, to me, I I really work hard on living in this, in this, in this uh, season is that um, I want our team to get the credit for everything we do. 
not me. But I think that, and, and Shane, I, I, I'm, hesitant, I'm hesitant to say this word, but I'll say it for our pocket, for our listeners. I want to be a humble leader, but I don't want to tell anyone I'm a humble leader. Mm-hmm. I want to be a humble leader by my actions. And it's like being a follower of Jesus. And by the way, if you are listening to our podcast and you're not a follower of Jesus, we're still, we're, we're excited that you're taking time to listen to our podcast. You know, I'm thankful to the Lord for planning this podcast in with us, year, you know, a year and a half ago. But we're glad you listen because this applies to business as well as it does to church and everything else in between. So, but I think that we have to be. Um, I, I said that and I forgot what I was. I forgot what I was saying. But I, but being a humble leader is that it's like being a follower of Jesus. We don't have a, a C on our shirt for Christians. It's just interactions. Now we want to do the same thing when it comes to business. So I said a lot, and I hope that I hope no, that that's, no, that's that good. And I'll just amplify a couple things uh, for you that I heard that you didn't actually say, but I heard and what you were saying is uh, the idea of being a humble leader. You know, people actually don't hear what you say. They hear what you do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they, they want to, they're going to follow. Uh, leaders rarely get what they expect. They get what they model. And so that's the importance of that. Um, but then the other thing I heard you saying in regards to why you would even, when you don't, you're not, you're not forced or compelled by uh, a boss or a structure that, you know, makes you set these goals and be so diligent about it is, you want to have a, a great team. You want others to get the credit. You want to have a great work environment, but you also, you want this to outlive you. You want somebody to tell your story that you're telling right now at some point in the future, right? To say, Hey, I started out in the, you know, fabricate metal and learning how to weld and all this other kind of stuff. And, and they're going to come up in an organization and keep Sergeant metal moving for long after we're, you know, doing podcasts in heaven or whatever's going to be, exactly be happening right. up there. So anyway, I think that every, all of us have an innate desire to see what we're putting our hands to outlive us. And the way we're going to get there most of the time is we've got to be intentional. Um, all the things you've been saying, well, listen, we are, again, we could talk, I think we talk for hours about so many of the things we've come up with today, but I hope our listeners will lean in and listen to this idea specifically around goals and the, the wisdom you shared around that, because it's going to be super helpful, especially as a new year gets started. Uh, before we sign off, let me just uh, uh, ask this one last thing, you know, give us, just leave us with one, one more important piece of advice before we, we sign off today. You know, I think that, and again, if you're a, if you're a, a business leader that's leading a, you know, a thousand person organization or a 10 person organization, it applies to all of us is that, you know, if you don't have goals, you know, I want to challenge you. I want to, I want to ask permission and lean in to you need to you need to take some time to start start by yourself you know if you're the leader nobody knows better than you where you need to go but create that roadmap for 2018 where do you want to go and you know what if you are you know we're in south carolina if we're going to california if we don't have a map or gps we don't know how to get there so i think it's creating that map for where do you want to go in the next year where do you want to take your business? And it may be a revenue goal. Maybe you're a, a million dollar a year company. And maybe you want it to be $1.5 million. That's a 50% growth in one year. That's pretty big. You know, yeah. but if you don't have a plan for how to get there, you know, how are you going to get there? It's not just going to happen. You know, and I think that the Lord has given us wisdom and knowledge to put things down to where we can create that plan and that roadmap for where we want to go. So that's what I will lead somebody with. It's just, if you don't have anything, start somewhere, start now. It's a new year, 
fresh ideas. Let's get rocking and rolling. That's really, really great. You know, that reminded me of something I, I believe it was Andy Stanley said, and it was this, uh, direction, not intention, determines our destination. Mm. You know, you were talking about if we want to get to California, we can really, really, really want to go to Los Angeles. But if we hit uh, the interstate toward New York, it doesn't matter how bad we want to go to Los Angeles. We're not going to get there because we are in, because our direction is toward New York. And it's the same way with goals. Uh, and the other thing that just hit me is you're talking about the size of your organization shouldn't determine really whether or not you get serious about goals. Um, and I even thought about this. Even if you are a self-employed sole proprietor with zero employees, the most difficult person any of us is ever going to lead is ourself. And so before we can even think about uh, other people, regardless, we need to lead ourselves well. And all the things, again, let me just uh, really just say everything you shared with us today will help us as individuals, help us as family members, help us as uh, leaders in organizations. So again, I hope everybody leaned in and listened to the insight you gave in regards to creating goals. So with that, you know what? We're going to wrap up this uh, January 2018, uh, episode 16 in total, which is awesome. Uh, edition of Big Ideas for Small Business. Uh, again, my name is Shane Duffy. Tim, thanks for letting me sit in to host today. And uh, everybody, uh, come on back next month uh, for episode 17, and uh, we'll see how things are going at that point. God bless and have a good day. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there are specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.